this is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column, published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in this series, a full list of references and a link to the written piece can be found in the show notes. Episode 10, Social Media Fitness Influences, From Pseudoscience to Psychopathology. He's one of the most talented and recognisable athletes on earth. He's also one of the most well-paid, earning £25 million or $30 million per year playing soccer for Manchester United. Yet, by endorsing an array of brands and businesses, including Coca-Cola, Livescore, Free Fire, Nike, Herbalife Nutrition and Tagur on his Instagram account, Cristiano Ronaldo nearly doubles his soccer salary. With approximately 460 million followers, he's Instagram's most influential celebrity, more popular than Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Taylor Swift. Ronaldo, by anyone's definition, is an influencer, That is, someone with the power to affect the purchasing decisions of others because of their authority, knowledge, position or relationship with their audience. Social media now pervades every aspect of modern culture. Hence, partnering with an online fitness influencer has become a fundamental part of brand marketing. Although most high-profile athletes and other fitness influencers can't demand the $1.6 million per sponsored post like Ronaldo, it can be a highly lucrative vocation, especially for those with a sizable online following. Young people increasingly obtain health-related information through social media, and so fitness influencers fill a niche. Obtaining good advice from trusted online sources can have several benefits. For example, Fitness influencers motivate many followers to increase their physical activity levels. And with much online content oriented around food and healthy eating, many followers are inspired to pay more attention to their dietary habits. Influencers also strive to create long-term partnerships with their followers to enact change over time. And there are even fitness influencers, albeit in the minority, who promote body positivity. In a society with soaring rates of obesity and type 2 diabetes, any cultural emphasis on physical activity and healthy eating is a positive one. Of course, this all assumes that fitness influencers are promoting realistic outcomes and that their advice is accurate and correct. Bad Influence Many fitness influencers are neither professionally trained nor qualified to be administering the advice on which their accounts are built. The advice they dispense is often, therefore, based on mere opinions, personal views that lack the technical nuance, are motivated by sponsorship, and or do not agree with expert consensus. For instance, an audit of nearly 500 Instagram posts from fitness influencers in South America revealed that less than 3% of posts were supported by valid scientific references. 
The study also found that fitness influencers with the least qualifications tended to have more followers. Another study from the United Kingdom found similarly concerning results when examining weight management blogs hosted by verified social media influencers. Advice was evaluated against evidence-based recommendations and criteria that included trustworthiness and bias. Of the influencers audited, most of them dispensed dietary advice that did not conform to official federal guidelines, and most blogs were not deemed credible sources of information. Fad diets and other dietary restrictions are just some of the strategies commonly advocated by fitness influencers. In fact, 20% of young women have tried fad diets, such as Atkins or South Beach diets, instead of following national, evidence-based weight loss recommendations. By and large, fad diets do not work. They usually lead to yo-yo dieting, characterised by rapid weight loss and regain, often causing weight to rebound beyond baseline levels. Yo-yo dieting may actually increase the risk of heart disease, particularly in women, and lead to life dissatisfaction and binge eating. According to the American Heart Association, fad diets such as the ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting, quote, fail to promote any aspect of heart health, end quote. Data like these are a grave concern because more than any other resource, young people use social media to access content on diet, nutritional supplements, recipes, exercise, workouts, and body transformations. In addition, 41% of young people would trust a healthy eating blogger for advice, regardless of the blogger's qualifications. Fitness influencers are endorsing complementary and alternative medicine. The wellness industry is largely unregulated and leans heavily on testimonials, anecdotal evidence, and positive thinking. This emphasis on subjective experience and intuition leads to the widespread use of so-called placebo products. Many influencers directly advocate CAM due to an ideological belief or a monetary stake. However, alternative medicines are also pervasive in high-performance sport, and many athletes therefore become unwitting proponents of CAM. There are countless examples. Michael Phelps endorsed the ancient Chinese therapy of cupping, LeBron James and Floyd Mayweather publicly endorsed cryotherapy. Soccer player Robin Van Persie endorsed massage with horse placenta. And Tom Brady, well, don't get me started. But widespread use of CAM in high-profile athletes could have profound implications for both population health and clinical practice. This is because on the perception that they are experts in health and wellness, Revered athletes are considered to have pioneered rising trends in the use of CAM among the wider population. It's impossible and also unrealistic to restrict alternative products to exercise training alone. A sincere belief in a product's healing or anti-inflammatory effects will eventually see it used to treat potentially serious conditions. For example, the case of the Alberta parents who tried to treat their son's life-threatening meningitis with naturopathic remedies with predictable but tragic consequences. There are many such reports, and online databases such as whatsthaharm.net have documented around 370,000 deaths 
and approximately $3 billion of economic damages over the years attributable to the use of unproven and unregulated alternative therapies. The widespread endorsement of alternative therapy by fitness influencers further blurs the line between information and mis- and disinformation for which social media is notorious. In recent years, there has been a rapid proliferation of so-called alternative health influencers who have built large online followings by appealing to the utopian discourses of early web culture and the underlying principles of wellness culture. This notion of conspirituality undermines public trust in science and poses a major threat to science policy. This is because alternative therapy influences are a gateway that leads directly from the wellness industry to right-wing extremism and conspirational thinking, two subcultures united by political disillusionment and alternative worldviews. As Ava Wiseman from The Guardian newspaper describes, quote, While the overlap of left-wing magazine-friendly wellness and far-right conspiracy theories might initially sound surprising, the similarities in cultures, in ways of thinking, the questioning of authority, of alternative medicines, the distrust of institutions are clear. End quote. Fitness influences, fitspiration, and psychopathology. So called fitspiration is a broad term that describes how digital media is used to inspire the pursuit of physical fitness through rigorous diet and exercise. However, owing to its emphasis on unrealistic and or unhealthy body ideals, there are negative consequences to this seemingly positive movement. Fitness influencers often promote extreme exercise and dietary behaviours that are contrary to safe, long-term interventions usually prescribed by exercise professionals. Fitspiration is also associated with unrealistic outcomes. To maintain high standards of self-presentation, most fitness influencers spend many hours arranging their photo shoots, for example with professional lighting and photographers, cherry-picking from multiple images, using filters and image enhancers to produce unauthentic depictions of themselves, and even taking dangerous supplements like anabolic steroids. Unsurprisingly, Various studies of online fitspiration reveal more posts by females than males, and females are significantly more likely to appear in sexualized images. In addition, social media users, especially women, have significantly lower self-esteem on days when they are exposed to more fitspiration images. The relationship between influencer and follower is often not a healthy one, nor is it an easy one to disrupt. With fitspiration... Influencers promote diet and exercise as factors to be controlled to attain body perfection, which in turn is the implied key to happiness. Followers tend to identify with the roles and ideals of influencers, and because their needs are satisfied in various ways, it creates a relationship of dependency between influencers and their followers. So how can we engage with online fitness content in a healthy way. Most people will forever be tethered to their social media accounts, but studies show that limiting use to just 30 minutes a day can lead to significant improvements in mental health and well-being, specifically improving loneliness and depression. Nevertheless, 
If you are using social media to engage with fitness content, following are some pointers to help you do so safely and effectively. 1. Filter out superficial content. Fitness influencers who care about the health of their followers will provide meaningful, informative and well-researched content rather than simply posting idealised images of their bodies. So, avoid accounts that prioritise style over substance. 2. Look at the influencer's qualifications. There is no regulation on self-professed titles such as fitness coach or nutritionist. Moreover, social media algorithms generate content based on popularity and engagement rather than quality. You must, therefore, act as your own content regulator. Disregard content that is not from trusted organisations and individuals and those not qualified to be disseminating health-related advice. 3. Consider the motives. Online fitness content is characterised by glossy images, often posted alongside questionable advice. What is not always clear is the sponsorships, book deals, paid appearances and businesses behind these posts. Marketing firm Media Kicks looked at Instagram accounts of the 50 most followed celebrities, finding that 93% of posts that promoted a brand were not labelled in a way that made them compliant with the FTC, that's the Federal Trade Commission. Another analysis found that one third of sponsored posts were not labelled as such and were therefore in breach of the rules. All this lack of transparency regarding online sponsorship has the potential to undermine advice administered by fitness influencers. Look at all content through a sceptical lens. Scrutinise the influencer's page for affiliate links to businesses or investments and do not assume the account has your best interests at heart. 4. Avoid the quick fixes. Any meaningful health and fitness outcome takes time to achieve, often months or even years, in addition to careful planning and consideration. As a rule, you should sidestep accounts that promote miraculous cures and rapid results. They are usually trying to exploit your ingrained bias for economy. There is a reason an intervention may seem too good to be true. 5. Judge the advice on merit and check whether it conforms to scientific consensus. Rarely is online health and fitness advice supported by references to high-quality scientific literature, or any literature for that matter. Check advice against expert guidelines. If in doubt, defer to a qualified professional. In general, avoid anyone promoting fad diets, expensive supplements, detoxes, energy medicine, or individuals who make extravagant claims in relation to exercise training. These are rarely, if ever, the views of professionals who are informed by scientific values. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor & Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.nbtiller.com.